We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. B. Mitchell Finley is presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit johnsellsdmv.com. Right now, time to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Right now, time to talk to our friend, Mr. John Kime, ESPN Commanders reporter and host of the John Kime Report. Johnny, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up, fellas? How are you? Good, man. We're doing well, man. We're doing well. I think um, probably the same for you. The Eric Bieniemy news is kind of dominating things right now. Uh, what do you know and what do you expect? <clears throat> well, we know he's interviewing there today. Um, I would. I don't want. I was going to say I would expect something to be announced tomorrow, but I don't. I think even if you know who your guy is, there's always there are always details to work out. Um, whether it's money whether it's, you know, coaches, whatever. So that, to me, would be the only holdup. But I would, I'm guessing that we'll know tomorrow. And if I had to bet, I would say if, if it goes well for the enemy today, that he's the guy. So, yep. you know. If anything was to derail it, what would it be, money? Um, I, don't, I don't think money. It could be. That, and that's a good question. I think it could be two things. One, um, and I know like people would wonder about the ownership situation, but we already know what that is. He knows what it is going into the interview. So if you think that's going to be a hindrance, why go through, why even do it, right? Um, so I would guess it would be something more about control, whether it's, you know, I want to bring on these four coaches and, and Washington saying we don't want to lose these, these guys over here and not being able to work that out, and then not feeling like, well, you want to maybe spread your wings and get out of the Andy Reid shadow, is this the best place to do it? That's what I would think would be something along those lines, because everything else is known. We know that Sam Howell goes into this offseason as the number one guy. He knows that right now. So if you don't like Howell, then, then why interview? We know that the ownership situation is in question. If, you don't, if you're concerned about that, what are you going to hear in an interview that's going to lessen that concern? Because we know, we know they're going to be sold. So, you know, I, I don't know what, you know, so I think it would be something more detailed oriented. Um, does this seem a little preordained a bit? I mean, they waited this long. You finally have the guy in the building. Ron had said at the Super Bowl that he hopes to get things wrapped up this week. Right. It, it almost seems like one of those, as long as nothing goes right, terribly wrong, this is going to happen. Right. It does feel like that. And, um, you know, obviously the thing we always have to keep in mind is the connection to Andy Reid. And Ron Rivera places a lot of trust in, in Andy Reid and how he coaches, what he has to say. He, he leaned on him for advice when he was coming 
when you know about your second your second coaching job and how do you approach it? He saw he sought advice from Andy Reid, so I think he respects him a lot. So I think whatever was whatever he'd hear from Andy Reid would carry a lot of weight in this process. But so yeah, it does. But it does feel like that. Like you know they they've talked to what this will be the eighth guy they've talked to, um, and I think it's just like this is the guy they've been waiting for. Although I don't know. I don't know, JP, that he was necessarily on the list right away. I think that kind of evolved, and maybe it became like I don't. I, for whatever reason, I don't know that he was there right away, where some of these other guys were. Um, and but you, you know, think, you think in any way the enemy got on the list because the reaction to the initial interviews to Zampezi and Shermer. <laughs> I'm, was so lackluster. <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, I mean, we've kind of seen that sort of stuff before. Yeah, we have. And so it, it could be, and I also, it, that could well be, it could also be that, again, the Andy Reid influence and talking to him, it could be, you know, I, and I don't, you know, I don't know. And it maybe was more quieter than, than we realized early on, or maybe you knew he wasn't, you couldn't interview him right away. So, you know, there was more interest to talk to others. I don't know, but yeah, it could be on any of those. So going forward, uh, Brian and I were kind of kicking this around. Do you think he gets the job? Where are you at on a scale of a hundred? I'm at, I, I'm at like sixty-five, thirty-five. That that this that it goes to be enemy and it's done before we get to the weekend. And I think Brian, you were at like forty. 40 it, it's done. Sixty, it goes so- sideways, mm-hmm. or sixty, it goes somewhere else. Yeah. What do you, why do you think it would go sideways, B? I just think Eric Bieniemy knows I need to go here and have success. Right. You, you mentioned it earlier. If he wants to bring some coaches in, right? Will he take some? We know Ron likes people around him that are indebted to him. And if Eric rolls in here without his guys, then it may not be a, a great opportunity. Right. So I think that something like that could be a hindrance. Yeah, I, I and I would agree with. I think that is the number one. If there's a roadblock, I would think it would be that. So. I'm in that 65 to 70% range with it, um, you know, but, like, I think we've all learned in the NFL, things change. And um, um, there, are, there have been other times where you think something going into it and then it comes out a different way, right? So that's why, like, it's hard to go above that because the interview process just started. So we don't know what – and here's the other thing, like, what if they hear something from the enemy that they're not – thrilled with and i don't know whatever that would be yeah. you know maybe there's something in that from their side they're just like yeah i'm not comfortable going in that direction with what you know with this roster with for whatever reason so until you know so knowing that going into this interview though i would put it at about 70 percent. and but i think the roadblocks are exactly like what you would say I, and so i mentioned I, this to jp I don't yesterday think money could be a factor money could be a factor possibly but money can money's always a factor right. in everything so right. but i also wonder if with within the money though it's what and i don't know i don't know this i'm asking the question more than i am saying there aren't any other what are the other options for the enemy i don't know so what does and you know does he have any others like and, and does, is there leverage for him within that aspect so if the money isn't close you know, um, or I mean, the money, if the money's close, does it matter? Yeah, I don't know. They, that's the only question I don't know in this situation. What are, what are the other real alternatives for him at this point? And I don't know that answer. John, were you in any fraternities in college? 
No. You've seen how fraternities act with each other, right? Yes. And I wonder if that connection, Eric Bienem is Omega Sci-Fi, Martin Mayhew is Omega Sci-Fi. Could that be a little play that helps out a little bit? I mean, sure. I think, listen, I think any of that helps. I mean, familiarity helps. I think, um, you know, I think... I think Randy Jordan, I think, knows Eric pretty well. And so I think there are some others there that know um, Eric pretty well. I think all of that helps. I think connections always help, don't they? And, and I think, Absolutely. and I will say, all like, that fraternity, and, and I think that fraternity, there's something deeper in terms of connection that, that does help. Yeah. It so, seems like, just from the outside. The one thing I, I've said, and I wonder if you agree with, and, and let's be real, I mean, you and I, get to know players in depth over the years. Sam Howell's only been there a year, and generally he was the third-string quarterback, so it's not like we talk to the young man a lot. But you kind of just observe and watch a person. Apparently, Eric Bieniemy is a bit of a hard-ass, and, and he's known for really preaching accountability. Right. And it, uh, my – Assessment is I actually think Howell would thrive in that. I'm curious how you believe that would go with the young quarterback. I, I, think, I think it'd probably go okay. And here's the other thing. You haven't done anything yet. So you can't, you can't, you know, I mean, you're not Patrick Mahomes where you could make where you've accomplished something where you can't say this is not the best thing for right. me. Um, so I, I do think like, and I don't have a problem with someone coming in like that because I don't, I mean, I think when you haven't won and your your offense hasn't been good, and some of it, I don't, I got two thoughts on that. First of all, I, I like when a guy can come in and coach like that. I don't think everybody needs to be coached like that. There are a lot of guys in that offense who, you know, they're, you know you're big time. It's not about their effort. But could it be something with the attention to detail? And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's where you can see that. And I'm all for that. I am all for that because if you have, like, if we hear that, well, the receivers are have to run these routes this way because you get on the same page with Carson, blah, 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 well, then how demanding are you of that? And I think, like, that's, a, that's, a, and that's just a general detail, for example. But And I don't, you know, but, like, you know, um, your steps off the line, your steps, all that stuff matters. So if you have somebody that's demanding the detail, that's good. And so, I, I you know, um, now, do all players need to be coached a certain way? I think, you know, you guys know, like a lot, these guys are also adults and they want to be treated like men, not just hollered at. But you know so what, I being mean, treated like men mean that you're handling your job and I don't have to holler at you. That's a thousand percent. And, <laughs> and I agree with that. So like, and I do think on this offense, there are a lot of guys who handle their jobs, you know? And so I, I but they haven't been good. And so you do need something. I also think like, I also think that the energy comes from your confidence in the game plan and the game plan caller, right, and the, and the designer, et cetera. So if you're coming out of those meetings, like I think there needs to be more energy on this offense, but I think that energy also comes from the, the confidence you have in that person designing these plays. So I think when you have more of that, you kind of practice and play a certain, probably a better way. I mean, John, um, think about yeah. watching camp this past season and receivers are all running the same routes and just cutting them at different depths. And we right. look at each other and be like, does nobody care about that? <laughs> that well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. you have that going on and and you have somebody just like, that's, 
you know, we and, and I don't know what was being told to people in meetings, right? But, you know, we were at practices. It was, I think you could use some of that. And um, so, yeah, I think it's like that's just one. That's an example. But I do think, like, if you have somebody that's demanding you to do certain things a certain way, whoever it is, then I think that's a good thing, and especially when you haven't won in a while. Right. Uh, speaking with our friend John Kime, Commander's reporter for ESPN. You can follow him at John underscore Kime, K-E-I-M. Uh, let's ask a little, let's talk a little bit about the sale. Um, you know, there, there, there are, this is, what leads me to believe that this thing is going to happen is the massive amount of misinformation swirling around at this point. Um, I, I still pretty much believe it happens next month. I know there are other reports saying different things. How are you feeling about the sale of this team? Oh man, some days I think I know, and some days I think I don't know anything. Sure. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I feel. But all signs still point to a sale at some point, and you know. Um, so I think even internally, that's what you hear from people. Like they certainly do expect it based on how you know, whatever vibes are in the building or whatever. So I do expect that. So I, but I also wonder, you know, is, is he in a position? There's a couple of things. It certainly seems like the other owners are taking the tact of don't poke the bear, be quiet over here and don't poke it. Because if you poke it, what if he says, well, screw it. I'm just going to keep it then. Cause I do think they'd prefer him to sell. So, like, don't poke the bear and let it go through the process um, and, and, and don't prevent a sale. So, you know, I think there, that's one thing I think that's going on. It feels like, right, And you know, when you talk to people. Um, but, you know, I, I also do wonder if he doesn't get the price he wants, will he be okay selling it, knowing that do you have to sell right now or not? You know, do you, if you if you're only getting, let's say the final bid is 5.8 billion or whatever, and it's like, I you know you were hoping for six and a half, are you going to sell then? Because do you need to sell? That's a question I don't know. Um, but I still feel like you know I certainly would feel like that it's going to sell because you know that's I don't I don't know that anything is pointed to me saying otherwise. My belief is that since it's gotten to the point where it's gotten. I think it's going to sell at whatever the price is going to be because I don't think you're going to be able to back out of it. I think I really believe these owners basically were giving him the chance to get out and save face before yeah. they have to vote him out. And and I think I think that could well be. And I think because then it depends on what happens if he's if they start to think he's not going to sell. Would they then say, wait a minute, you know, what kind of votes do we have here? And I don't know if they have 24 at this point. But would it be hard to get to 24 um, knowing that, like, you have this guy over here willing to buy the team and it's better for the league if, if, if he sells it? So I think you could probably get to 24 quicker than you could have a year ago. I, here's what I wonder, and I don't know anything, right? Just a dumb blow. Yeah, and I, this is, yeah, we're like, it's the hard part with this is, is exactly that. But I, I often wonder when Peter King writes things um, for – now it's NBC. It was, you know, right. it was right. SI forever. Um, sad what's happened to SI, man. What a. Yes, that, it is. That was just the peak of the peak for so long. And Peter King does his 10 things, I think, 
and in subsequent things he thought, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, one of them was, gee, it seems like Dan Snyder should sell soon. And then the next one was, gee, it's been a while since we last heard about that Mary Jo White report. And yeah. I just, if you think about. Yeah. Oh, yes. If, if, yeah. if, if you think about Dan and how defiant, always defiance was yes. the response. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, we're up for sale. Dan stops going to games. We don't hear much from him again. And it, it just, it seems like something happened. There was an event that occurred yeah. and it seems like it occurred behind closed doors. Certainly. But that event, something occurred, everything changed, and now the Post is reporting Dan is putting in for residency in England. There's just right a lot of moving yeah. parts. And there, yes. And now the ultimate wild card is it's it's Dan Snyder at the negotiating table. So you never that, know. That's sure exactly what that like. is. Yeah, and I, I'm with you on all of that. And it's just like when Al Michaels said something during the broadcast when they played the Bears. Right. Yeah. And it's the same. You have you come away thinking, why is he saying that? And you know, and I think you, I think that Mary Jo White report. What's interesting, JP, is that you know, why hasn't it come out yet? Are they, you know, and you part of me just says, well, is she still working on this, or is it something that they're just kind of holding over to kind of force this? I don't know, but it, but everything makes you wonder. Why hasn't it come out yet? Now, it could very well be because it was all spawned off the Tiffany Johnson allegation, which, you know, does that investigation take a year to determine all that? Because there's only a few people who actually were witnesses to anything. And there were two people willing to say that. Correct. Correct. So, and was, so, but did her investigation expand? And then if it did, what, what, what was, what more may have been learned? I think those are all the questions and we don't know the answers to it. Right. But again, we all—all all you do is ask the questions because it makes you wonder. And when you have an owner in a situation like this, then are they, you know, how is that report being held? Are they going to hold that until he sells and just say we won't, you know? And we don't know. Like again, speculation and and just wondering. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to? Are they holding over his head? Are they going to with, withhold it? Do what do they have? Do they have anything? Because you hear. A lot of things with hear that. a lot of and stuff, man. You hear a, a lot, lot of, of things have changed up though. The way things have been acting and, and been working, I really believe when things yeah. change that drastically, something else has been said. The, I'm well, sure you I, get the texts and I get the texts. Be yeah. uh, the amount of stuff floating around is sure <laughs> crazy. It is, and so it, the, you know. But I think you have to kind of separate all that. What we know is they put the team up for sale, and we know there are bidders, and we know there are people who want it, and we know that it certainly seems like there's a I'm done here um, feeling. Um, so, you know, knowing all that, then you kind of go like, you know, you kind of say, like, I still think it's going to sell. I don't, I don't know that we, ha- we have, I don't think we've heard enough to say it's not going to sell. Right. Right. So I, I just still, I'm still going there just a matter of when and then to who. All right. So last question, John, no wiggle room on this straight up. Yes or uh, now binary. Are there aliens? <laughs> John, yes, I work with one. <laughs> I'll say no. Oh, John's on T. You're you're with Brian. You, you don't believe it. I believe they're they're here, and I'm hoping they're friendly. 
Thank you for the time, been dude. Here I appreciate since it, man. The year you were born. Hey, by by the way, and going back to the to um, uh, the BNA Mayhew connection. I mean, if he gets it, and it is the you know it's the mega connection, it would be kind of cool to do it. Is it they, 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 it's the Atomic Dog, right? That's, yeah, that's a, that's a they dance. I mean, if he of. comes in, if he comes in doing that, like <laughs> you, that would be phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I you know, That'd be a that would be an intro. John, you know oh, more, you know more than you let on, man. Oh, dude, it's like I, I, they well, I, I, I wish I could do that, but I'm not. So I think that's cool. I think it'd be, I think it'd be an a, an absolute W for a press conference. <laughs> Thank you, Kime. Appreciate right, it, brother. Too. Take care, man. Thanks, guys. All right. That's our friend John Kime. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? At John underscore Kime. <laughs> I want to read this specific Peter King stuff when we return. Don't go anywhere. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Landville, do you have the breaking news sounder or do we have to get Adam Poole on that joint? What's my guy? Adam Pohl? Yeah, Aaron man. Pohl? It's Pohl, bro. Pohl. Jeff has major news. No, you don't. Move on to the topics. I got everybody <laughs> nervous. I love it. No, you just got to learn to stop. <laughs> the day you say something about what you've done, then I'm going to start saying okay with anything. I'd like to ask <laughs> Landfill. Landfill, can you get your BS radar fully operational? Turn it to 10. We, we talk about Peter King with some regularity, Brian. Mm-hmm. And... uh Imagine the readership, Peter King's Monday morning column after the Super Bowl. Mm. Peter King got a sit-down interview with Andy Reid about an hour or two after the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Also got Patrick Mahomes. That level of access is unprecedented. Yeah. And he gets that because he's Peter King, and he's been doing it for 30 years and Reputation. Well respected. Right. And he's all and I don't think I've ever heard much about Peter getting into like spats with people. No. You know, he's always been respectful, even if he didn't agree with something. He's always been respectful and he doesn't he rarely is like hypercritical. Mm-hmm. And he's also he's not necessarily a newsbreaker, which kind of makes it easier to gain trust and like understanding, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, and but I think Peter has been one where he marches his own drum in a sense. Totally, his bosses doesn't even try to push this certain craft to him because he's not going to buy it. Totally, he knows what works. Think about on that NBC pre and post game show, you've got Florio, mm-hmm. who probably irritates half the league. Let's be real. Yeah, he tries. 
And then you've got King, who I bet, I bet Peter Burrow's King. a lawyer, isn't he? What's that? Yeah. Burrow's a lawyer. Yeah. That's what they do. Right. King's a trained journalist. And yeah. So, just looking at this, I'm just looking at the tweet. So, Peter King has how many tweet, Twitter followers? 1.7 million Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. Just his tweet from the morning after the Super Bowl. And you know how Twitter tells you the, the numbers reached or whatever. 427,000 people saw this just via Twitter. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with NBC Sports pushing it out. With And then however, those 400,000 that saw it, Lalim retweeted it. We haven't even mentioned Facebook. Yeah. YouTube. Hell, this thing was probably on Good Morning America. Like, yep. this thing was everywhere. So the, the audience size and the reach, as it's known, is massive. Massive. And there's a long, long lead of Peter King talking to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. He gets to talk to Deion Sanders in this piece. Um, he talks with... I saw the one with Deion. I mean... Deion, Deion was just challenging him a good bit. Good. It's great. The access and the reach of this thing is just massive. Mm-hmm. And so Peter King wrote this. The 25 things I heard, saw, know, are somehow experienced at Super Bowl 57. He has one thing about Juju Smith-Schuster, one about Roger Goodell, um, talking about the next two Super Bowls are set for Vegas and then New Orleans. And then after that, it looks like one of them is going to go to L.A., they want to go to L.A. every couple of years. Vegas um, and New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know that my liver can handle that. Um, he's got something predicting the German games next year. He thinks it'll be the Chiefs and the Patriots. More A lot of this stuff. Um, the, the NFL's working to get better streaming results because the, to, the streaming takes a long time. And that, you know who cares? The betting companies care because mm-hmm. people are trying to live bet, and if one stream is way behind, what is the live timeline? So these are the types of things, big deal things he's talking about. Number five, I'm reading directly, Landfill, so listen up. I won't be surprised if there's news soon on the Dan Snyder story in Washington. Stuff seems to be percolating, period. They just say this. If Sometimes Peter, less is more. If Peter said it. It's percolating. Time for the percolator. That was number five, B. Mm-hmm. Number six. Today is day 360 since the NFL announced that Mary Jo White was leading an investigation into the Snyder ownership. A year seems sufficient, right? Mm-hmm. Question mark. So that was number five, and that was number six. And this was written... Three days ago. So we're now 363 days since the NFL commissioned the Mary Jo White investigation. And he, he purposefully put that a year sufficient. So we got two more days left in a sense. All of the rest of these 25 things he wrote out are at least three, four sentences. Like there's length. There's some depth to what is being written. Number five, I won't be surprised if there's news soon on the Dan Snyder story in Washington. Stuff seems to be percolating. Number six, today is day 360 since the NFL announced that Mary Jo White was leading investigation into the Snyder ownership. 
A year seems sufficient, right? This is Peter King writing this the morning after the Super Bowl. I'd like to hear what Jim Andrew Mullins, the eighth, a.k.a. Landfill, a.k.a. the chief BS officer of the B. Mitch of Finley. What do you hear, Landini? Uh, You know, I've known enough of the uh, journalist types that when people do something like this, it's usually because they are hearing something from a source who just doesn't want to put their name on it. And I was also just thinking, like what I just told B. Mitch is, Tomorrow's a Friday before a three-day three weekend. weekend. Sure is. Which means that tomorrow be, evening, tomorrow a, afternoon. A lot of news going to drop. That seems like the perfect time if you want to kind of bury something. And uh, bury or give it some time to, to fester, and then when we get back on Tuesday, all hell's going to break loose. Possibly, or when you get back on Tuesday, everybody's moved on to talking about the dunk at the NBA All-Star game or something. If, if, if the, the Mary Jo White thing dropped, and the team sales, they won't be talking about a dunk at All-Star game. It's going to be parades going on here as if it, we were in Kansas City. I don't think that – I think if they drop stuff tomorrow, the All-Star game should not even happen because no one's going to be discussing it next week. Not in this town. <laughs> not, not for sure. The Wizards have zero representatives <laughs> in the All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be discussed at all. Ooh, Nelly, Peter King. Perhaps calling a shot. Peter, Peter, Peter walked in and just said, I'm going to just place that right here and walked off. That's my drop. Or somebody was like, hey, you should mention this. But, because but I, no, matter, no matter how it happened, with his clout, for him to drop it there in the least amount of sentences possible and just leave. Now people are... Even though he's not talking about it, what are people doing? Investigating it, researching. That's the impact he has. He doesn't have to tell you and then explain it. He just says it and moves on. And then you start saying, I wonder why he said that. We're probably the most football-focused show in this city, and we're going to do a damn hour on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tells you something. I, I have a theory. All right, I have a question. Let's not propose anything as a theory. Do you think the arrival of the Mary Jo White report and the sale of the commanders might have something to do with one another? Could it be? Could it be, yeah. Could it be that? Do you think if the sale happens before the the, the, the report drop, we don't hear about the report? It's a hell of a question, Brian. JP, that's what I do, man. It's uh, I drop winners, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, uh, you want to play around? We'll drop this report because the thing about that report, it's not just worrying about something little talk. happened where it's we're some never cr- going to sell. It's criminality and now things. We're selling. It, this thing is investigating more than just he, is, he say she say. Brian, something happened where you bought a house in Alexandria for 50 mil, and now you are applying for residency in England. That's a lot. It goes all the way to the top. That's what I'm saying. Follow the money. Who is Deep Throat, Jeff? Jeff, are you familiar with Deep Throat? Rudy's. 
I don't think we should let Jeff answer that. It's a Watergate reference, Jeff, not whatever the hell you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness oh gracious. Oh, my Lord. Do some research, Jeff. Hey, it's J.P. Finley here. Join my guys over at Rudy's Golf on Saturday, February 18th for a great day of fun supporting their very own D.C. Divas, proud members of the Women's Football Alliance. Stop by from 4 to 10 to grab an autograph, maybe get a beer and some wings, and you can enjoy Rudy's heated ranges, a full buffet, giveaways, contests, and special celebrity guests. Make sure to bring the family because Putt-Putt is totally free. You heard me. Free. Free 99. F-R-E-E, free putt-putt. Grab your tickets today at dcdivas.com slash events. That's dcdivas.com slash events. Rudy's Golf, the new home for golf and entertainment. You know what I'd like to do, Brian? It's a pretty long list, but guess what I'd like to do right now? (laughs) Yes, what's that? I'd like to give away some lacrosse tickets. Let's do that. All right. Caller number 10 right now. 10. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Caller number 10 right Peace. now wins a four-pack of multi-day passes to the Premier Lacrosse League Championship Series at the St. James in Springfield, VA, February 22nd through February 26th. Secure your seats now at PLLTickets.com. Caller number 10 right now, you get four-pack of multi-day passes to the PLL Championship Series. How about that, B? That's cool. Um, I want to talk about this sale. And I'm curious what people are more interested in, kind of specifically today. The enemy's here. They're interviewing him. Mm -hmm. But do you still care more about the sale? And I think in a lot of ways, you can kind of separate the two. Mm -hmm. The sale of this football team is by far the most important thing to happen in 20 years. Long time. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Eric Biennemi is in town. There's ample evidence to support that he's a great offense coordinator, and maybe he should be more than that. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't compare to the sale. Now, the sale probably won't has abbi- have as big of an impact this fall as Biennemi could. Yeah, I think I think the sale right now is the biggest story. But I think the capabilities, the possibilities of what can happen this fall will end up being the biggest story. Brian, with this Mary Jo White thing, Do you believe it hasn't been released? I'm not going to ask you if you believe it. Is there reason to suggest that it hasn't been released because there's information in there that is forcing Snyder to sell? Or is it simply a fact that she's still I think there's stuff in there that may force Snyder to sell, and it may be other information that they don't want out there. Because we know the league always trying to protect. The all of this stuff started out as some emails, and then there was a coach that was fired. Other things transpired, but I think eventually they found what they what they were looking for in a sense, 
that allowed them to get what they wanted done. But they also noticed that other people can be harmed by it, and they're trying to protect that. They're trying to do a lot of things at one time. That's what the league does. So news again this morning. Uh, this is just coming to my attention. Charles Gasparino, who we had on the show mm-hmm. last week, um, Charles Gasparino is a business reporter for Fox Business and, and a writer for the New York Post. Most of the information that's still coming out is from Gasparino or the New York Post. Mm-hmm. And I, I did find it interesting when we had Gasparino on the show last week. He said repeatedly, I wouldn't say I'm friends with Dan Snyder, but we know each other. We're, we're acquaintances. He said that a little bit, uh, a lot of times. That makes you start thinking stuff. He said it a lot of times. And we're hearing that this sale price might be closer to $6 billion. And there's this scoop that kind of seems to be driving the price higher than that or Mm -hmm. perhaps attempting to. Yep. This is the era of information and perhaps misinformation. We'll dive it, it, in. Misinformation is things that's just wrong, but this is help information. They're purposely telling you certain things to push the number to where they want it to be. Spin, perhaps. Yeah. Who would want to spin this higher? Ooh. Bankers? You know why? Bankers get a cut. Yeah. Whatever the sale price is. It, listen, you go with John Leahy, he, he'll waive his fees. He'll cut his fees. You go with these bankers? Ain't waving those fees. Mm-mm. They're not cutting those fees. They want it all. They want it all. Don't go anywhere. It's be Mitch and Finley. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.